Let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. Cause there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. So let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. Cause there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Well, it may be me or it may be you. It may be your brother or your sister too. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Traveling from near or lands afar. Traveling by the morning or the evening star. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. Cause there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. So let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Well, it may be you or it may be me, traveling by air or land or sea. There may be someone down in the valley trying to get home. In times of joy and times of woe, don't you ever let your lamp burn low. Might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Let your little shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. Cause there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. So let your little light shine, shine, shine. Let your little light shine all night long. There might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Cause there might be someone down in the valley trying to get home. Today we have a time for all ages, and so I welcome children, young at heart, and really everyone to come to your computer screen and join us in a time together. This is called creating home. Have you ever moved to a new home? What did you look for in an apartment or a house that you might move into? A place to set up your Legos, an area for your craft corner, space to set up your train set? Well, when my children were young, we moved often. And I thought a lot about what place makes it feel like home. And so we packed those right now bags with our favorite plushies, books, and toys that were close at hand. I also used Google Maps to find the places that would make us happy. The library, a cafe, the playgrounds, the schools. Knowing where to go for your favorite things is important. What would you look for? Where have you met friends? Well, Another thing that I looked for in each city was the Unitarian Universalist Church. I'm still in touch with the person who greeted us at the playgroup play there. So these are my blocks for creating home. 
When we first arrived here in Redmond, I found that there were three churches near to us. We visited North Lake first, and my children decided that that is where we would stay. Do you remember your first visits to North Lake? Who welcomed you? Who have you welcomed? We can't all be together in North Lake sanctuary or classrooms right now, but that doesn't mean that we can't create a home for one another. Over the summer, some of you came to online camp with us, and I saw you creating a home, creating community by sharing your thoughts, sharing your jokes, sharing your stories, and encouraging your fellow campers, telling them what you appreciated about their art, their Minecraft builds, their performances, craft creations. And some of you contributed to the camp uh, resources. Thank you, John. And thank you, Pat. And so we know what's possible. How do we do it? The first step is showing up just like you are here now. And in our classes and our services, when we say hello to one another, when we sing together, when we share our ideas, when we share our joys and our sorrows, when we play a game together, we are creating the community that makes a place a home. And at this time, when some of us are starting a new year at school, but not in our usual way, whether we're at home or in our classroom, we can remember that our classmates and our teachers need us to show up and offer our friendship and our support and our patience and our encouragement, just like we are learning to do here. What else do you think that we can do to create a home together wherever we are? Return again, return again, return to the home of your soul. Return again, return again, return to the home of your soul. Return to who you are, return to what you are, return to where you are, born and reborn again. Return to who you are, return to what you are, return to where you are, born and reborn again. Return again, return again, return to the home of your soul. Return again, Return again, return to the home of your soul. Each November, North Lake begins a new year together. We start with our in-gathering. We come together and we share a water communion and our call home back here to our church. And we bless the backpacks of our younger members who are returning to school or college after a summer of wandering. So it certainly feels different this year, doesn't it? Many of us did not take anticipated trips or vacations, or if we traveled, it was the, with that awkward new distancing rules. We are not all returning to schools or to a workplace. Many of us 
as staying right where we are. Because for the first time in decades, we're not coming home to our sanctuary. It hurts, it hurts my heart that we can't gather all of us together. And it makes me stop to wonder about this house that we have created where we all belong and where we welcome each other and that we all yearn to come back to. What is it that makes this church feel like home? How can we continue to support this space and foster our connections through all of this? Last month, I asked people to send us pictures of home and I wasn't specific at all. I didn't define what home was. And so we got a wide variety of images that included structures, gardens, people, boats, all of them, all of them helping show what is it that makes a place feel like home? One of the things I intended to do was to include a picture of my childhood home where of the beach in Wellington, New Zealand, where I was born and raised. It was a big rambling house. It was big enough for the eight people in my family. It was surrounded in the front by a big hedge that blocked the ocean winds from being too strong. And in the back, there was a vegetable garden and there was a laundry hut that my mother would spend her time in washing all the clothes for eight of us. In the front yard, there were two large, enormous pahutakawa trees. Pahutakawa trees are a New Zealand tree that bloom at Christmas time because, you know, the seasons are opposite there. These were the trees in which my brother Al hung a bag full of leaves. He called the bag Mr. Leafy, clearly in reference to our neighbor, Mr. Levy, who my brother was angry with. And every time Mr. Levy would come outside, Al would take a stick and start beating that bag of leaves. We moved from that house in 1964. That was 56 years ago. And yet, when my brothers travel back to New Zealand every two to three years, still to this day, they knock on the front door and they ask if they can go back inside to see their old home. Clearly the house is more than a building to them, more than the physical structure. It's part of their identity, a sense of where, where they felt most at home. Do you have a place where you feel most at home. I invite you to close your eyes just for a moment, not long. What image comes up for you when you think of home? Home is more than the physical structure where we are in. It is the place where we feel happiness. It is the place where we experience being loved. It is the place but we feel secure and safe. It is usually a place of comfort. This does not mean that it's always an easy place to be or that it was an easy place to get to. We don't often have the luxury of coming into a place and feeling we're at home. We often have to create it. When I move into a new apartment or office space, I have to change it. So I feel that there's a connection with it. So it becomes a place where I can feel rest, where I can feel some ease. And when I say we have to create it, I mean this can take years. I remember the first experience I had of feeling home with the Unitarian Universalist faith. 
I was on a balcony looking over the enormous exhibit hall of the annual UU General Assembly in Cleveland, Ohio. And as I looked out, I saw some people over here promoting fair trade coffee. And there was a group of people here in another booth advocating for animal rights. Here was the booth selling political t-shirts and another on prison reform. And as I looked out at thousands of people gathering, discussing, grappling with all these things, I thought, I have found my people, my home. But what would have happened if I hadn't first experienced years of feeling disconnected and alone? David White in his poem says, this is the temple of my adult aloneness. And I belong to that aloneness as I belong to my life. This is the temple of my adult aloneness. And I belong to that aloneness as I belong to my life. Each of us is ultimately alone with ourselves. When you close your eyes or sleep, there's only you alone with your thoughts and feelings, and we just can't bite that. But we don't need to be lonely as we grapple with our adult aloneness. It took me years of being alone and being lonely to see that I could be both alone and belong. The work of creating a home is more than putting down a colorful tablecloth or adding a flowers, although they help. It's the internal work of finding how we can be alone and belong. I go back to David White. He says, this is the bright home in which I live. This is where I ask my friends to come. This is where I want to love all the things it has taken me so long to learn to love. This is the bright home in which I live. This is where I ask my friends to come. This is where I want to love all the things it has taken me so long to learn to love. Friends, beloveds, I want to pause to acknowledge the times that we are living in. Just twice this last week, I was talking with a colleague and I was sharing about how things are going well for me. And yet I wake each morning with this low level of agitation and I feel off kilter. And I, both of them reminded me that what I'm experiencing is the same thing everyone is experiencing. We don't feel normal. We don't, we can't identify exactly what is off kilter. It's at least in part to do with this new way we are in social contact. We hunker down in our rooms, off to ourselves, while constantly on Zoom, into, as we Zoom into meetings. When we finally venture out into the world, our faces are hidden behind masks and we can't touch or hug each other. It's off-putting. It makes our interactions less connected. It feels less comforting and a bit more alienating. It's like being lonely even while in the room with other people. This is a time to do the creative work of being alone. 
and the new work of creating ways to be together, being with the things that it has taken us so long to learn to love. Please know, each of you, that we are all here doing this work together. This is a new, this new door, disorientation is not just you. It is me, it is the commonality. And so know, know in your heart, we are here for each other. Reach out to others when you need to. And reach out to others when you sense they need a connection. Please remember, this church is a place to find connections, to the love, the comfort, and the security of home. There is no home like the house of belonging. Blessed be. Love, come and be with me. Love, come and be with me. Love, come and be with me. And spirit, sing me home. Hope, come and be with me. Hope, come and be with me. Hope, come and be with me, and spirit, sing me home. Friends, come and be with me. Friends, come and be with me. Friends, come and be with me, and spirit, sing me home. Joy, come and be with me. Joy, come and be with me. Joy, come and be with me. And spirit, sing me home. Love, come and be with me. Love, come and be with me. Love, come and be with me, and spirit, sing us home.